When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce Singh. Joyce, it's, it's now the emergency alarm. We've got the Emmy nominations. Hot off the presses. Just a chaotic morning, as expected. Wow. Uh, what, do you, what First, like, what? just before we get into it, we'll do comedy, drama, and limited series, which they will we'll put last, and it was last in their hearts, it seems, because of the effort they seemingly put into these nominees. But uh, what were your overall thoughts on these Emmy nominations today? Uh, the return of the restricted ballot did not do much because not- we're, we're in the era of mass TV. It's not mm-hmm. the same as it was in 2016, the last time we had it, because there are 15 times as many shows now. And you know what? No one has time to watch all these shows. So yeah, they're, we, just, they're still gonna vote for the ones they've seen, which is not that many. We were hoping so for this like year, this year drama supporting actor <laughs> was last year's limited supporting actress. Just they just watched two shows. So the only drama supporting actor show nominees are from Succession and White Lotus. And in drama supporting actress, the only odd person out who's not on Succession or the White Lotus was oh, there are two. Oh, the there's Crown, two. Elizabeth Debicki and Ray Seahorn. That's it. Those are the only people who made it in. I mean, Wait. at least that's still four shows represented there. <laughs> Two times as many shows in that category. Holy cow. They doubled it up. Uh, yeah, not a lot of, not a lot of, not a lot of diversity in the shows. No. I, the one, a couple of things I would say we talked about a lot, a lot. We've talked about this, as we said, multiple times. Uh, passion and like who would get in and like certain performances yeah, maybe. It, 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 you, you did see the ballot in effect in certain yes nominations i would For say sure. but in like overall i think in the series races you see that visibility was still winning out because wednesday and house of the dragon both got in yes we, i have we have to take a big l on house of the dragon joyce i at least I i'm will. fine with that i was always off of it you didn't have to change i was never trying to i changed it. we had mo- i had mo- we had multiple people in the comments uh, which I made the mistake of reading, but no, I, I love never the read comments. the comments. I, I read the comments and they were all like, House of Dragons definitely getting in. And as it turns out, they were right. So congratulations to the comments. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is too, like we've said, that spot was way open. So you would hope like with the restricted ballot, maybe a passion back show would break through, but none of, there were, there wasn't anything that had, that was like an underdog with a, a ton of passion. Like I had bad sisters in there, but it, it wasn't, something i don't even know it wasn't like like the americans you know where you could tell like 
there was a very hardcore vocal fan base behind it. Well, you know, yeah, it, I, I, yeah, I think you saw that in the comedy and drama categories this year. We're like I said, we're going to go through all the categories, but just overall, like in comedy series, Wednesday gets in as like the mass show that was incredibly popular that everyone watched, and Jury Duty gets in on like a just obviously a tremendous amount of passion. Great, the great. people who loved it, Love loved the it. Jury Duty overperformance, right? Like the people who love Jury Duty loved it, and that's how it got in over something like Shrinking or Poker Face, you know, which did. Shrinking did okay and Poker Face did not okay, I don't think, based on like its totals, but like, or what we we're expecting. But like, uh, yeah, there you go. And then in drama, there wasn't like a jury duty type, uh, passionate, you know, upstart to get in there, an underdog, let's say, right, to knock out House of the Dragon, which was this. The other thing I thought looking at this, and I tried to think of it this year, but didn't do a great job, is that, like you said, because it's mass TV, you really have to go with the shows that you know everyone watched. So like Wednesday, Obi-Wan, House of the Dragon. Again, remember when you laughed in my face yes. when I had Obi-Wan. Yes, and it was right because we know everyone watched Obi-Wan because it's Obi-Wan and people watched it. And whether they liked it or not, really irrelevant because they've seen it. And so that obviously gets in. I, I would say I, I would say they liked it because they voted for it i don't think you would vote for something you don't you hated but like i think you were hung up on the fact that it got bad reviews and the reviews are totally fine it was it, it just wasn't people's favorite star wars right. show which was andor which you were also out on until the last second i got i put it in though i, I know mean, you like, did but like matters, you, were, you were very down on it i was it matters that they watch the shows though i don't even i think especially in limited series which there is not a lot of options i actually think it didn't even matter if they liked it or not what else are they going to put in there well, they clearly like Welcome to Chippendales. Certainly a favorite show. The one we've talked about so much. Welcome to Chippendales. I mean, it was totally fun. I watched it back in, I don't know, like October when we got mm-hmm. the or something. Um, but yeah, you know, not very noisy at all. No, but, but how many nominations? Let me look. Welcome. I think it, I think it was just something they probably watched over the holidays. And then it just stayed with them and then you know the spring uh shows didn't really you know land a punch no and like there was beef but that got curtailed with the non-traversy i also think beef was early enough that it was away from some of these spring shows and same with daisy jones i mean that was it was it was a spring show it was april but it was i think it would have been bigger had they not stopped press for a whole month (laughs) maybe yeah you might be right it's still it got it got 13 nominations that's pretty good but i'm thinking like like daisy jones we mocked a little because it was uh, all in march but daisy jones did pretty well i mean it was just a wild release schedule because they were releasing all six or ten episodes in one month but um it was i think yeah like i predicted it it was watched yeah I'm just, I'm just what I'm saying is like I think a lot of the like love and death did not do well but I think that was just too late White House plumbers flopped I mean I like that that late. had less going for it than love and death sure but they were both late and I think like I think that mattered that they were very that they were a little too late and the people just were done paying attention I mean I think they like love and death was watched but I I think they it wasn't like I don't think it was hated I just think it, it just no. wasn't enough yeah it, it just I don't think people care I don't think any of these shows are hated I just think that they just didn't care um and then yeah like a small light just like way too late mm-hmm. 
Yeah, which we got. I gotta like, remember. Than like a winter release. I gotta remember this for next year. I'm not gonna even think about the May shows. Just forget. The thing it. is, if if this year we're still the unlimited ballot, I would have never predicted that because I was like, that's way too late. It would just be the big shows. I would have stuck with Obi Wan, but the return of the restricted ballot, it was like you had to think about it for a second. It's like what might get in because people just really really like it a lot. Like, and does it matter if it was? later than some of these other shows so yeah so we'll start with comedy joys think of drama limited series if you want to email us we're going to do a mailbag coming up joy so i'm just putting this here at the top and we'll do it later but slugfest at goldderby.com you can send us emails about these nominees and tell us everything you want to tell us it'll be great and we'll read them on a later episode slugfest at goldderby.com all right so comedy joyce ted lasso dominating once again not 21 nominations no not a surprise no Um, i mean i have like nothing to say no uh we've talked about it how you know it was not their best season definitely their weakest season but it doesn't matter because they're all we know like they're still in the tank for it so ted had 21 mazel had 14 the bear had 13 only murders 11 abbott elementary only eight yeah not that's great, Bob. One more. That's just one more than what they got last year. So they added. They added hairstyling and guest actress, mm-hmm. and they lost writing where they won last year. Tough beat. We talked about this with the ballots and how the ballots don't have the writers listed, and yeah. they had three. So I think it's fair shows. because you don't you it's yeah. to avoid name checking uh, the directing ballots. You do have the names. Yes. So the writing ballots, there's no names. And Abbott had three episodes, all solid episodes, but clearly not having a single episode to focus the attention on and not having the name of Quinta Brunson maybe on the premiere season two premiere episode, I believe is on there, uh, likely hurt it because it didn't end up here, even though it won in this category last year. This is a very uh, Maisel move by them because Maisel won writing in season one and was dropped immediately yeah. the, the year after. So... And yeah, that's that's rough for Abbott. And I think um, the other thing was, I mean, like Maisel like never made it back either. Like this was their last chance to make it back. And so it it only, it, I mean, it has a perfect record, I guess, because it's one for one. <laughs> it never made it back for such a verbose show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Abbott, you would say, you know, it it, I think, you know, most people expected it to maintain this nomination. And I think a lot of people, we talked about this again, also in our column, I think, a couple of weeks ago, like a lot of people were predicting it to win. And we were like, oh, you know, the bear could win, you know? Like, I think the bear could pull a hack season one with writing, directing, and lead. Um, and still lose the and, and not, and like lose series still. Yes. But yeah, and then for added this season to really assert itself as a top, series contender for the win it also needed to break into directing and which was snubbed last year and get editing which is like basically one of the few below the line categories it's competitive in you know it's not a splashy show that could pull like other like sound mixing or something so it really mm-hmm. needed editing and directing missed both of them again for picture editing for a single camera comedy series right which is what you would call Abbott elementary the nominees were Barry, Only Murders, and two Ted Lasso episodes, Mom City, which is a great episode, and So Long Farewell, which is the finale, The Bear, and, and What We Do in the Shadows. 
yeah so, so like Ted is like winning basically I think the bear if if the bear can like pull a like a flea bag esque kind of run it it can win but like Ted making it to editing for this season like Jesus I, I do think that that is that is a show of like like we said despite the discourse and like people's thoughts about the third season and perhaps final season, the, there was no indication that Emmy voters were not hot on the show. And the fact that I got two editing, uh, two editing nominations for a season. For the that, longest episodes ever. I, I think people would say had a little fat on them. Even, even people who enjoyed the show, like I enjoyed a lot of it. I would say a little long and a little like unfocused. And, and that I got two editing nominations in there is just remarkable. And it shows how strong Ted Lasso is, remains strong, and it will likely win again. And, and the fact that Abbott couldn't even expand not just like it's not a tech show and it's obviously not going to get like a ton of nominations but couldn't get Lisa Ann Walter in which we had maybe both expected right couldn't get uh couldn't get writing again couldn't get like Io uh Debris in guest actress which many people predicted including I think both of us I definitely had her in for for the bear uh, for Abbott excuse me uh it just seems like it could have expanded more for a season that wasn't disliked and seemed like people really enjoyed like we looked at like a se- another sophomore show i think that abbott we'll talk about when we get to drama but it was like yellow jackets not not great bob and it got only three nominations well, season two of yellow jackets was weaker than season two of abbott definitely I, I, that's what i mean but like the fact that like abbott only got one extra nomination for what was a good second season with a bunch of hype just feels like a real like i don't know not a great sign of its strength with the academy compared to ted lasso getting two editing nominations yeah i mean like with ted is like they've they've loved it from the beginning like that we knew that and it was just like will they be off of it with um a divisive season and they're not and they're also late to go off of stuff they're they're usually like a year behind when like things are in the discourse um is you know not overwhelmingly positive they're usually slower to that but like with Abbott, you know, we 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 had some clues in the winter, like um, when it lost to the Bear at WGA and PGA. Right, not not a great sign. Joyce, overall, I got I, for the comedy series. The nominees were like we said: Ted, The Bear, Abbott, Maisel, Barry, Only Murders, Wednesday, and Jury Duty. So we said there were six lock shows, and then seven and eight were pretty flexible. And I missed both of those because I just had the wrong two. I had shrinking and poker face in the end. I abandoned Wednesday because, like we had, like we had talked about, like we have said, I was just like not somebody's favorite show, but it obviously had enough mass support that it made it in. Yeah, it's Jury the high Duty. visibility, yes. so that that overcame the limited ballot. Yes, and there wasn't another passion show like Jury Duty. To to knock out. Too, so. and then shrinking and poker face so they both miss wednesday and jury duty make it in not bad good yeah. list of nominees yeah um i i like this list um very happy for jury duty yeah so I, I, it's great to have wednesday and jury duty because it feels like the obviously like wednesday was probably the most popular show of last this past year certainly viewership wise like biggest show netflix has ever done and like largely incredibly watched and then something like jury duty which is like very niche on a freebie and that um, was an organic hit. Like it was yes. not um, over campaigned or like forced down your throat by anyone. Um, you know, there there was very, very, I would say zero expectations mm-hmm. when it premiered in April and people just found it on their own. TikTok found it and it just had great 
word of mouth. You know, Margot Robbie loves it. And she's right. Good for her. Yeah. She's yeah. right. She should say it. And she did. Um, She did. She you did know, say Ryan it. Ryan Gosling is worried about Ronald, but Ronald's fine. So. Uh, for comedy actress choice, the nominees were Rachel Brosnahan, Quinta Brunson, Christina Applegate, Natasha Leone, and Jenna Ortega, which makes sense because Wednesday got in. Yeah, that's just, I think that was the top five in the odds. It so. was. After yeah. I dropped Wednesday, I said, I'm dropping Jenna. And I did for Bridget Everett. And I got told right to F off because she didn't get in. So I got four out of five. Yeah. Um, you know, Natasha made it in without Poker Face. Yes. Uh, I feel bad for Peacock. Poker Face got four, I believe, yeah. nominations. Mm-hmm. Is that right? And yeah. missed uh, a lot of ones it probably could have, including, like we said, like directing and maybe... Directing, writing. I know a lot of people thought it, it would get into those because of Ryan Johnson or even yeah. with, uh, Natasha herself. And um, it got one guest actress for Judith Light, I believe, right? Yes. And then stunt coordination as well. And then sure. the production design, which was great. But it could have gotten, I feel like, a lot more and maybe it was on another... Yeah, and then also that, thing. you know, they campaigned it a lot you know that this they was did. their their top dog so, so and then Again. it's like you know we uh like we were already burned by girls Eva, but that was not as big as comparatively you know for peacock you yeah know, this like bigger than yeah yeah this felt bigger than girls Eva. yeah not great so, yeah not not great that it didn't get into series they mounted a huge campaign for it so uh, yeah we're not going to do our winner picks here, like though I will like I or anything really for pick wise, but I would say, um, based on how some of these shows performed, I have no idea who's going to win here. I mean, Quinta Brunson probably is still the favorite. For a I lot feel of like people. she would just be the default, uh, first place again, just like she was in phase one for people. But I'm like, I could. It depends on. I mean, who knows? We're recording this uh, on Wednesday afternoon, so who knows if there's an actor strike tomorrow or what's going to happen in phase well, two? Well, then, like, these, no one's going to be campaigning. No so. one can campaign, and who knows when the Emmys will even be because there might not be in September. Maybe they're in November or January, and we're still talking about season two, uh, season one of The Bear when season two is winning at the Critics' Choice Awards or the Golden Globes. Who knows? But I would say I have no idea who's going to win this category, and I could see really any of them winning. Honestly, I don't think it's a. I think you can make an argument for all five of these nominees. Maybe not as strong for like someone like Natasha, but or Christina, but maybe you can. I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like Rachel is probably the strongest. She's I mean, she before. and she has the strongest show, certainly. Yeah. Based on and, nominations totals. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. This is... Uh, person, people who missed here, Selena Gomez, obviously, was the big one. Who knows what it would have happened with six slots. Maybe she would have gotten in. Gotten no. I don't think she would have gotten in either, but who knows. Uh, that one, I feel like we'll be talking about a decent amount. I do think there's, like, a lot of... There's no clear-cut winner there, though, as far as I can tell. If Abbott yeah, had I mean, that was, that, was a, that was a thing in Phase 1, too. And I think, you know, obviously... if abbott have been stronger today yes. we would be like yeah she can win this i mean she still can quinta yeah um but yeah that was not a, a great showing for the show that really was well positioned to perform better in season two yes yeah. uh we'll just move on to ga- comedy actor choice there here was a surprise we we talked about uh we didn't have the right would not have I, we both picked the right only murders man to miss but we picked the wrong person. I had, I think we maybe, I definitely said Donald Glover would probably make it back in, but they went with Jason Siegel for shrinking. 
The other yeah. nominees are Jeremy Allen White, Jason Sudeikis, Bill Hader, and Martin Short. Uh, I'm not surprised Steve Martin missed, like we had said. I like it, in hindsight, obviously, it makes sense. Uh, I am surprised Jason Steele got in, especially because Shrinking didn't get in, but I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, he is great on the show and I love him. So I was glad to see him get in. Yeah, sh- Shrinking was very uh, overpredicted in my view, the entire time. I mean, I did end up this morning putting it in because um, I replaced what we do in the shadow. So it was a total wash, you know, a lateral move, as they say. Didn't matter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, w- it wasn't like a huge breakout show. And it's still on Apple, which is not like a top tier streamer, you know, so but I think, you know, it did have it was well liked and it had, you know, good press. They campaigned it, obviously focused on Harrison Ford, who was heavily, heavily predicted. So I think it's just, um, you know, this is a decent showing for it for its first season of a well-received show that wasn't a huge word of mouth hit Um, i think that's exactly right it got two nominations joyce comedy actor for jason and uh jessica was in supporting actress no harrison Uh, i'm gonna take a big l on this this is me putting an l on my face because two things i've said literally on the last on our predictions podcast so i'm gonna just say i said uh, shrinking will get in for series and I feel like it is just on the cusp of all these other acting nominees like it'll have the six and it was the exact reverse and then I also said Jason while I love him I can't imagine him getting in because it's a straight man performance and everybody else around him is so wacky and while he is a little wacky uh, he's not super wacky and I was told to go fuck myself because obviously he got in so great great stuff for me it shows I really know what I'm doing here yeah um you know but I think that's just it's the flip of the coin. Yes, it is. I just that's, was that's wrong. really just like what Shrinking's chances were. It was like I I never thought it was gonna get like thirteen nominations. No, or, no. So, uh, and, yeah, this is this is fine. And yeah. and this is a category I don't think we'll focus a lot on because I feel like Jeremy Allen White will steamroll here in the end, even with yeah. Ted's we'll we'll talk about it for like two seconds. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, supporting actress, like we uh, we were just saying, Jessica Williams made it in, and Juno Temple made it in, who I dropped out uh wrongly as it turns out and the other nominees were the expected five that i think most people had charlie ralph iowa devry janelle james hannah waddingham and alex borstein no lee san walter for abbott no sarah goldberg for barry very rude uh, so. i love jessica getting in though i thought she was amazing on on shrinking it's a wonderful performance and she i would say great. she was probably my favorite performance of the season absolutely totally agree and she's like a really engaging presence and like so much fun with harrison and jason uh, I, and think, good I think because also she had storylines with the, basically every cast member mm-hmm. too, like Krista Miller. Yes. Everything, just a lot of great rapport with everyone. All really, around. really fun. Uh, Lisa and Walter not getting in tough beat because I feel like, yes, she should have gotten in because she's so funny. And if they loved Abbott, she obviously would have gotten in. But, so. You know, Abbott, Abbott only got eight. <laughs> and Sarah Goldberg, I went back to her foolishly as it turns out, but like, I think the, the the ballot should have helped her, the restricted ballot, but no, no. But I mean, that I mean, I went down with the ship. Not a total surprise. No. So, uh, but yeah, I'll be curious to see who wins here. Another category I think is much closer than people expect. Obviously, I think Cheryl Lee Ralph will be first in the odds. I think Io can win. I absolutely think Io could win as well. I think it's she's incredibly well positioned to win. Uh, she's like on the come up great in season two has like a lot of other projects coming is like very 
in there is like a recognizable person who is people are enjoying. I don't know. I think she could easily win uh, as well. So we'll see. Uh, comedy supporting actor choice. I'm giving myself a high five. You got you got it perfect. And and seven. and your your guy Tony, MIA. <laughs> I, I, the last minute when we did our final picks, my, my final picks, I had, I think I had Tony in. And then the other day I was like, fuck it. I'm putting James Marsden in just because why not? I was like, everybody loves him. He's like a very well-liked actor who's been worked with everybody and everybody loves him. And I just put him in for jury duty and he got in. There he is. Remember when I was like, who should I put in between Harrison and Phil? And I was like, what if I don't do either? And I do James. And I didn't do it, but you know, I, I stuck with Phil. So he got in finally. Yeah. So Phil and, and Brett Goldstein are the Ted Lasso contingent, Henry Winkler and Barry for Barry and Anthony Carrigan for Barry, uh, Tyler James Williams, Evan Moss Backrack for the bear and Marsden for jury duty. This is a great category. Yeah. Uh, can't wait to see how this plays out as well. I think, I think, I think, I think Evan can win. Evan, <laughs> he has, a, he has his rainbow with forks. Like I, I really said, think he go into if, if you didn't skip our our double bear episodes, uh, if you haven't watched season two and you cared about spoilers, Forks man, <laughs> Forks is great, uh, and it's a great show for him. I I don't know if he I, I I think he could win too, but then I'm gonna give him the bear three acting wins, which maybe is right. I don't know, but yeah. I I I do think that Brett Goldstein could still win here. Certainly, Tyler James Williams I think will be a popular pick though. Like we're saying, Abbott was a little soft. Uh, I could see Phil winning too for Ted now that he got in. I think Phil versus Brett will be interesting because I think if you ask most people, they prefer Phil over Brett this season. I think most people would agree he had the better season and yes. the better arc. So it'll be interesting to see how lazy they are, I guess, mm-hmm. if they're just going to check off Brett for the third year in a row or if they're going to vote for the, you know, the correct quote unquote guy of the season which is my hair is like all messed up now um (laughs) phil and yeah so it'll be yeah interesting to see like how many votes he might siphon away from him and if that will affect brett at all i would love to see anthony win i don't think it's gonna happen no um what if it's just james i mean it could be again i think we'll see what happens with like the strike or non-strike or how I don't think campaign. campaigning matters as much in phase two I think it matters a little bit for visibility on a show that's small like that because I think a lot of Emmy voters but, like, right in now, this case it's not that small like it well, got it got comedy series it got in because we're going to assume it had a lot of passion I still think there's people who are going to be like what is the show I better catch up on it yeah but it's seeing like that's the whole thing though it got in so they see that I got in so they'll be like oh shit I better mm-hmm. watch this now yeah. they don't need to go to an FYC event to right watch I, it I guess that's true uh will be interesting to see comment we could go through the we'll do the guest actor actress categories here quickly uh for guest actress I dropped Becky Ann Baker like a freaking stooge and she gets in it's Becky Ann Baker Quinta Brunson Taraji P. Henson uh judith life for poker face sarah niles for ted lasso another great showing that no, they jumping out of bed this is uh you know yeah. just another uh margot martindale sipping coffee yeah, yeah. that's um, another sign that, a, for that so what, what if sarah wins for jumping on a bed she might because a they're lazy and b uh, obviously they love ted lasso which again you cannot overestimate i'm not overemphasize how much they love ted lasso if sarah niles got in no offense sarah niles great performer just didn't have a lot to do this season uh, and Harriet Walter gets in for Ted Lasso as well. Similarly, not a huge uh, role. So Ted Lasso gets three of these guest acting nominees. Judith Light gets in for Poker Face, which is 
honestly surprising based on how Poker Race performed. Uh, but she's great on that episode. I, I think one of many worthy contenders possible for Poker Face. Taraji for Abbott felt like an Emmy winner immediately. But now I don't know because of the show. But I guess it doesn't really matter uh, here in this category. And then Quinta for SNL also felt like an immediate nominee as well. So there you go. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't really have anything to say. It's here. fine. We, we, we'll talk <laughs> about these. I mean, obviously, we're, we're, we're doing our like reactions. I guess actor in a comedy. John Barenthal for The Bear, Luke Kirby for Mrs. Maisel, Nathan Lane for Only Murders, Pedro Pascal, one of three Emmy nominations he got in this year for Saturday Night Live here, though, for this one, Oliver Platt for The Bear, and Sam Richardson for Ted Lasso. Congratulations, Joyce. You knew it. You had Sam Richardson. Yeah, I had Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a hundred to one. That's great. I had uh, one. I had five, four, five of these six. I had, uh, like most people, probably the Martins, Steve Martin and Martin Shore for SNL, but not, not to be. They just went with Pedro, so... I did throw uh, Oliver Platt in and Bernthal, and I'm glad. Yeah, I, I thought about throwing Bernthal in too, um, but it, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't. So, but I had Platt. So, who do you think will win here? It's Nathan Lane's in the front, seemingly. I don't think Nathan will win again. I I also did have him in there, but mostly as like I think he will be back. Yeah, <laughs> like he'll get nominated again. Yeah. Um, I don't no uh like between the bear guys like i can't figure out how much season two will affect them for this well i think because like they, were... they both have i mean like bernthal just has fishes in season two just a, a monster episode for him uh whereas oliver is in six episodes of, so he's more spread out he has more to do in season two than he did in season one I feel like Oliver is an absolute guaranteed supporting actor comedy series nominee next year because of the amount of episodes he's in and his performance. So I think he'll get in in the in the level up category, but I don't know if that will be enough for him to win here. I don't know. He, he could easily win though. I don't know. There, there. It's guess is tricky because they can be lazy with the winners too, as we've seen many yes. many times. Um, but not not lazy enough choice to nominate Claire Foy like we predicted, which we'll talk about I guess coming up. The crown. Wow, rough, rough, rough day for the crown too. Tough beat, tough beat. Um, I could see like Luke winning again too. Very great. great, yeah. I mean, I would love for them to go back to Maisel. The final season is amazing, and I thought it was like their best season since season one. Frankly, but we'll see. They I got fourteen nominations. His and her Emmys for Luke and Rachel would, would be nice and fitting. Uh, moving on, Joyce. Next, we're gonna go to the drama series, and so those nominees were Succession got in with twenty-seven total nominations. The Last of Us. Had 24 uh, nominations. White Lotus had 23 nominations. And then House of the Dragon and Andor with eight. Better Call Saul, seven. The Crown with six. And Yellow Jackets with only three, but makes it in for series anyway. Yeah, we talked about this last week. A lot of, how many times have we already said we talked about this? (laughs) It's like, we talked about a lot. (laughs) It's like, like, this was a a weak season for Yellow Jackets, but like that, those last two slots like pretty open so it was there for it to get back in um yeah last year it had seven nominations yeah and again i think matt's visibility helps like we're saying like for a show like it's already an established show right like a show like bad sisters did quite well like arguably right for a show that not technically has like certainly as much buzz or anything as 
Yellow Jackets. That series got more nominations than Yellow Jackets. But it got more nominations than Yellow Jackets. It got casting, directing, actress, and writing. Yeah. Those are all big. uh, Yellow Jackets got one of those. So. Yeah, I think, you know, with the way the voting works at at the Emmys too, you know, it's branch voting uh, within your branch in those categories within your branch, but then everyone gets to vote for program awards. Mm -hmm. So with Bad Sisters, it just, it's like, it's sort of like shrinking, you know, it. Yeah. It, it's well received well liked but was not a massive smash yes so it it performed you know pretty well for I, you know a lot of first year shows would kill for those four nominations those are big big nominations yeah it did really yeah. well but i think and, that shows like yellow jackets even though it's on showtime show the people at least watch and know right like yeah they, it got they, in they yeah. they're familiar with it from last year when it did better <laughs> so and then like like bad sisters you know it wasn't like a huge thing so it could have gotten the passion vote into the series lineup but clearly it did not have enough juice to overcome something as big as house of the dragon yes which which, got in you know which got in and everyone gets to vote so also Mm -hmm. lifted obviously by crafts yeah that that, i mean that was how it was going to get in and that is how it got in so that's a drama nominees. Uh, well, not much else to say. I'm assuming we're both going to say Succession is going to steamroll or maybe not, but whatever. Obviously, we'll worry about this at a later date. Drama actress choice. I was hyped because I got two of the surprises maybe for people and I didn't get five. I didn't get six out of six because I had Imelda Staunton who was a snub and I think most people probably had expected her to get in and she was snubbed. We talked about how she could be snubbed, but we just stuck with her because it was so hard to fill out the other two slots. So we ended up, the nominees were Sarah Snook, Bella Ramsey, and Melanie Linsky, the, the established top three. And then Sharon Horgan and Elizabeth Moss, who I threw in on a wing and a prayer. And then Carrie Russell, who I took out for Elizabeth Moss, but I should have just kept her in and taken out Imelda Staunton. And there you go. I had both Sharon and Carrie in for two months. Yes. Um, and then I last week dropped Carrie for Juliet Lewis, but I should have dropped in all the Staunton. We all should have. And again, no passion for the crown. That's it. The passion. Know. I mean, like passion, passion, passion. I'll just keep saying it, but I'm like, they're obviously, she was a lower, like, I'm sure she got a good amount of, of votes and like people, the crown got in for series and like Elizabeth Debicki got in for supporting, but like clearly not enough passion for that performance, uh, to get her or higher up season. on the ballot. Yeah. in general yeah i i mean i'm old enough to remember when people were hyped for the this year for the succession versus the crown drama series yes. showdown because uh-huh. the crown obviously went seven for seven mm-hmm. in 2021 in the absence of succession and succession won again last year no seven for seven sweep obviously no. but didn't face the crown and it was it was pretty clear from the winter or even like after November in November when season five of the crown job it's like that's 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 not the showdown that we should be looking at here no and we'll we'll you know what Imelda Staunton this just means you'll be an underdog uh, a comeback story for next year it's fine because the queens win for the even number seasons not the odd and I think it's also not surprising that if you look at the crown's Emmy history overall uh, the odd seasons uh, perform worse than the even number seasons when they switch casts. So I think it takes people, people um, like to get used to the new cast in a way. Um, but also season five was just like arguably its weakest season overall. And mm-hmm. Imelda also missed the SAG nomination in their one category to Elizabeth. So should have known is what we're saying. Should have known. Uh, drama actor Joyce, 
I went five or six because uh, I had Diego Luna instead of Jeff Bridges, but most people probably went six for six. I think Jeff was six in the odds. Uh, and the other five were what we expected, the three succession guys, Pedro Pascal and Bob Odenkirk. I think some people were surprised maybe to see Brian Cox make it. I still get the sense that people were anti-dicting him, like you'd say, but obviously he was going to get in. It was no doubt he was going to get in. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say they were surprised. They were probably annoyed. Maybe. That's the thing, because they were anti-dicting him. They don't want him to get in because he was only in five episodes. Yeah. Um, but- and And like two of them were cameos. <laughs> As he always says, though, he fucking wins and he got in. He always so, does. He fucking wins. That's why Tom chose him. So uh, very excited for that category. Can't wait. Uh, drama supporting actress. I mean, nothing else to say. Jeff Bridges versus uh, Diego Luna. That was it. We couldn't really fill out that six spot. That I mean, I knew one with Diego, but yeah. I was like, I know. Yeah. I just, it's the chalk six. Yeah. Uh, for supporting actress, like we had mentioned earlier, you have Jennifer Coolidge for The White Lotus, Megan Faye for The White Lotus, Aubrey Plaza for The White Lotus. Uh, Sabrina Impacatori for the White Lotus and Simona Tabasco for the White Lotus. And then you have Jay Smith Cameron for Succession, uh, Elizabeth Debicki for The Crown, and Ray Seahorn for Better Call Saul. So, yeah. So we got an email here, Joyce. I'll read it now because I don't know we're going to do emails at the end. But this was hot off the presses. Guillermo emailed us at slugfest at goldderby.com. And he wrote, now that Ray Seahorn is against so many White Lotus actresses, does she have a shot to win for the final season of Better Call Saul? Just ignoring Elizabeth and Jay, huh? Yes. Um, so Jennifer Coolidge is obviously the favorite. Yeah. Uh, I was really excited that S- Simona Tabasco got in because I loved her on the show. I thought she was like great and I'm very glad she made it in. You could argue Megan Fahey should win for the White Lotus. I certainly would. Bold type prize. But... But Jennifer is is still the favorite. I don't know. I feel like the other White Lotus ladies would probably just cancel each other out and not, it it won't be enough to usurp her. Last year in the other cat, in the limited series category, we had a similar kind of breakdown. It was five and two. Five and two. And we all were like, or you and I were like, Jennifer was fine on season one, but none of the other people were going to usurp her. And none of them were really going to siphon off enough votes because it's tough to pick among the other four who is your favorite. Like, I think you would love Alexander Daddario. I love Sydney Sweeney. I'm sure you can find some people who are like Connie Britton ruled or, or Natasha Rothwell or whatever. Uh, and this year, I think similarly, Jennifer was much better in season two, had more to do in season two. And while all these other people, the other actresses are amazing, I don't think it's hard to pick a fave. And I think that's why Jennifer would still win here and not Ray, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm going to put Ray in second, but yeah. it's, yeah, uh, I think it'll, it'll be tough. And, you know, uh, I don't think I can predict Better Call Saul to win anything because it's never won anything. So no. I'd rather just keep my expectations low and mm-hmm. be surprised if it manages to win anything, which I don't think it will. So Right. <laughs> uh, snub here was definitely Christina Ricci, I would say, for Yellow well, Jackets. Yes. Nominated last year. Yes, so. tough. Uh, and I had Justine Loop for that last spot. A lot of people had Carol Burnett for the last spot or Leslie Manville for the last spot, but obviously they just went white load is crazy. Yeah. So again, the restricted ballot not doing much here. No, not at <laughs> all. It was just the favorite shows. Yeah. Uh, um, and so. drama supporting actor, uh, similar, shows. just two shows. Yeah. That's it. So Succession gets in the four guys. Matthew McFadden, Alexander Skarsgård, eldest son, Alan Ruck. Hell yeah. 
We were both very excited about that. Finally. He must be considered, and he finally was. Uh, and Nick Braun as well. Internet, uh, uh, you know, sorry to the internet. They're not happy. Yeah. So. Uh, and then do I got one white Lotus, right? I had Will Sharp. He gets in. We both were like, I was excited. I felt like not a lot of people were predicting him. He gets in. And then they just went crazy. Theo James got in. F. Murray Abraham got in. And Michael Imperioli got in. Many people expected those latter two to get in. Uh, not I, I had, this is again, similar um, to drama actress. I had F. Murray and Michael the entire time. Yes. And then I got rid of both of them for Will and Tom Hollander. So I'll remain flummoxed at the Tom Hollander snub. It's not like an egregious snub, but I just think if you're going to nominate four Light, Light Lotus actors and not Tom Hollander, and you're going to nominate Jennifer Coolidge and have her win an Emmy, and all of her great stuff is a lot of with Tom Hollander and Haley Lou Richardson, and you don't nominate Haley Lou Richardson or Tom Hollander, something is just wrong. It just feels that's like just, something That's wrong. just how strong she is on her own, okay? I guess. And I just think like, I just think that's wrong. I don't know. I was just like, I think they should have gotten in. But what are you going to do? And Giancarlo Esposito and uh, Giancarlo Esposito and Jonathan Banks both missed. For yeah, I mean, not a total shock. Obviously, I once again went down with the ship because I can't yeah. betray Better Call Saul. Um, just rough for Banks because he did get the individual SAG nomination. Yes. So, you know, it worked out well for Anthony Carrion, but he also got in last year. Like they've, they've been off of Banks and Giancarlo for BCS for a while. Yes. So very sad. Uh, uh, but this is just a you know second straight Emmy for Matthew. Seems likely. There's no reason to expect anything other than that. He was so great in the final. Yeah. Season. Do you think Stellan is happy slash um, bitter, or is it like bittersweet for him that Alex got in and he didn't? Definitely happy. I don't think he gives a shit. No, he doesn't at all. No. So he's like, I mean, what? What is this? I've never yeah, heard. Of I don't him. even think he knew he was up for it. No. Uh, guest actor Joyce. Uh. They did a lot of Last of Us in Succession. As it turns out, that's the those are the two shows that exist. Uh, Murray Bartlett, James Cromwell, Lamar Johnson for The Last of Us, Ariane Moyed for Succession, Nick Offerman for The Last of Us, and and Kayvon Montreal Woodard for The Last of Us. So they picked the the uh, that is a great episode. I think it's the fourth episode of Succession of Succession of Last of Us. I'm tired, Joyce. It's been a long day uh, of Last of Us, and it's great. And that's like a really emotional episode, like the long. Uh, long long what is it long long time so i'm not surprised they made it in but i don't think a lot of people are predicting them to get in no um and yeah like you know it was a great showing for the last of us um it got 24 so it's the second most nominated mm-hmm. show right and uh yeah it's you know, it's it's the type of show that's like it's like a, a poker phase where it's primed for guest acting nominations. And unlike poker phase, it actually cashed in on a lot of them. I will say this, just looking at this, and I mean we both probably have James Cromwell in first, but I would be a more a more uh more believing in that prediction based on the way these nominations shook out, because I think having these four Last of Us performances, all of which are like really emotional and like probably hard to pick a favorite in and then you have Ari Moyet and Stewie like we said they love Stewie but not as much to do he's, team Ken no, baby congratulations on another nomination but like not as much to do as he's had previously it feels like James Cromwell would have a leg up here based on even his brief appearance but it's so memorable and I think he I mean that it. he has material it's not yeah. a Sarah Niles trumping on the bed situation no, no he gave a whole fucking eulogy he has um, great material and 
Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously Twitter wants Nick Offerman to win. I just think it's going to be tough. And especially we know they like Murray Bartlett having won an Emmy and then nominating him twice this year. Uh, one for, for Welcome to Chivadale. He could actually go back to back in the other category. So it's like, I don't know if Nick Offerman is a slam dunk to win because no, I don't think he's going to like, get as many votes as people think. Yeah, I think people just, it's just like, it's like a fan thing. Like they want him to win and they're trying to manifest it. Um, I wouldn't say it's like a hope diction because I think he can win. Yeah. But yeah, this the way this shook out is tougher for him. And then guest actress in drama series. Uh, I'll be kicking myself for this one because I had Storm Reed literally the entire year until last week. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm taking her out. Put Claire Foy in or whatever. And uh, she got nominated. And the other nominees were uh, Hiyama Bass uh, for Succession, Cherry Jones for Succession, Melanie Linsky for Last of Us, Storm Reed, Anna Tour for Last of Us, and Harriet Walter. So again, just two shows. That's all. Yeah. This is the only dramas that existed. So, so I find uh, this to be a very competitive category. And I'm not sure who it is. And I mean, I want Harriet to win, but I don't know if she will. I, I can make a good argument for all of these actresses to win. Yeah. Did you did you predict Harry? Because you were off on her. I had uh, Harriet, uh, Hiam, Melanie, Cherry Jones, Claire Foy, and Fiona Shaw. Okay. I dropped Storm Reed. And I really never considered Anna Torv seriously. So I don't feel bad about that. Uh, she was high in the odds, but I just was like, Anna Torv was my only uh, Last yeah, of Us. Here. I just didn't think it was going to. I just felt like compared to the other supporting, uh, the other guest actress potentials, she was like the least compelling. But as it turned out, it didn't matter because they just loved the show enough to put it in as the only other yeah, show. I thought the opposite. Succession. Like I thought she had, she was the most compelling and had like the best, um, not like arc, but like she had like the best response to yeah. like her story like everyone was high you know on Melanie Linsky obviously and um she got in so yeah um but I think that just kind of like overshadowed uh some of the other responses to yeah. like like Nico Parker too like I considered putting Nico in I thought Ashley Johnson would have been my pick in that would have been cool but, but no choice I want you to do a, a victory lap here for limited series as we go to that uh, the nominees were Beef, Dahmer, Daisy Jones, Fleischman's in Trouble, which I fucking love, and I didn't predict it because I didn't want to have my heart broken, and I'm so glad I got in, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Not just for Obi-Wan, which I know you were high on, but you were, for forever, were like, Blackbird is not in. I don't have it in. I'm not having it in. And I was like, you're nuts. It's definitely getting in. And you were right, as usual. Uh, I did not get yeah, in. Yeah, and I, I stuck to Fleischman. I'm so proud of that's great. Uh I'm so, uh, you know, a, I was wrong about House of the Dragon, which is fine, yeah. but I was right on this. And this is the more chaotic category. So uh and again, what a what amazing category. So Obi-Wan gets in most popular show, probably here, right? Arguably, or maybe Dahmer is obviously the most seen, uh next to Monster. Yeah. And then Daisy Jones was a big priority for Amazon, great show, and just very likable. And I'm not surprised it got in, honestly. Uh we I had predicted uh blackbird and small light tough beat uh i i just had small light instead of obi-wan so i got i got four for five here so i'm not i'm not upset that i dropped obi-wan because i did it a while ago too but Mm -hmm. you know i'll take the my like lowercase w for having it in the first place way back in like february yeah you should you should yeah yeah, uh, and, and you know, like Blackbird, I I was just like, I don't think it's happening. Like it's you were right. It, what uh, happened did it get today? 
Uh, let me look. Hang on. It got it got three acting. I know that. And then did it get anything else? I gotta find the page. Hang on. Hold on. Um, it got four total: cinematography, okay. lead actor, supporting actor, supporting actor. So not. Yeah. So my thing with Blackbird always was that it's it's over a year old at this point because it premiered right. July eighth last year. Mm-hmm. It had all this runway to actually make a huge splash in the winter. And it didn't really like it. It performed the best at the Globes and uh, PWH one. Obviously, it couldn't even get Taron Edgerton into Critics' Choice. Uh, he wasn't nominated there, and uh, obviously Taron and Paul got nominated at SAG, but it flopped at the Guilds. Like it had really no excuse to not get into PGA, DGA, and WGA. And the reason I stuck with Fleischman was that it did get into WGA as a November release. Mm-hmm. It was a late release. It also got scripter. And I think it also helped Fleischman that it's a very grounded, relatable show. Yeah, and it's also it was awesome. different than a lot of these other like murder shows. Right. <laughs> and then Blackbird is like, it was well-received, has, you know, great reviews, like good ratings, whatever, all this stuff. But it, I don't think there's ever that much passion for it and like my my thinking was like if it were snubbed for series there would not be this hysterical outrage and i don't think there is right now i don't i, mean, I, I haven't looked on twitter but i don't think yeah, there is i don't think so either uh fleischman did well because it rules it was the, my favorite show last year so i'm very happy to see it and it got seven nominations casting uh directing writing lizzie kaplan for lead actress uh which we'll get to here in a second Beef and Monster both had 13 nominations and it feels like those are your front runners here. And I think Beef is probably very well positioned to win uh, in the end, but we uh, shall see. So uh, next up would be which? Lead actress, I guess, right? Or TV movie we could do quickly. It was Weird, Fire Island, Prey, Dolly Parton, and Hocus Pocus 2, I believe, right? Was that the last one? I think one? I did Hocus Pocus 2. So. You did, but you didn't have Fire Island. I, had I did reality. not. I don't even know what my other one was. Was it Reality? I'm- reality maybe but it didn't make it in so anyway next up you know what this this category needs some more chippendale rescuing yeah yeah just moving on we'll talk about it when we talk about it don't worry about it if you're a fan of those properties great prey did really well i think it got writing and directing nominations so uh maybe that'll be a and and weird got the daniel Radcliffe nomination anyway limited series actress this was uh, a lot of chaos i would say because it's a category like we had said that had a many options and I only it, got it's three. A, it was competitive, like quality-wise, individually yes. with the performances, but a lot of them from weak or underperforming shows. So I got three of the six. The nominees were Lizzie Kaplan for Fleischman, which absolutely rules. I was so excited. This is my favorite nomination the whole day. She absolutely should have gotten in. I'm so glad she did. Jessica Chastain for George and Tammy, which I had predicted. Dominique Fishback for Swarm, which I actually did predict. Uh, Catherine Hahn for Tiny Beautiful Things, which no, we did not have. I mean, we talked about her, but it felt like the show is too tiny, maybe too beautiful to get in. Riley Keough for Daisy Jones and Six, which is another great nomination that I loved, but I just didn't think she would be the Amazon actress along with Dominique, maybe to pop. And Ali Wong for Beef. No Rachel Weisz, uh, no Betty Gilpin, no Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, no Emily Blunt right off the bat. No Emily Blunt. The thing I love about like live uh, announcements, it's just you, you know, we have the alphabet. So mm-hmm. you know immediately if someone misses. Uh, you, we had talked, we've talked a lot about this, but I mean, Dominique Fishback felt like she had a lot of passion and like that oh, was yeah, a, immediately. I put her in after Swarm Premier in March. Jessica like, Chastain yeah. felt like a, like a pretty solid bet. Allie Wong, 
seemingly will win, right? Lizzie, they love the show, as it turns out, and she's awesome. And so I was so glad she got in. Uh, yeah, that was a great nomination. I, I picked the wrong uh, Fleischman lead because I did, did Jesse Eisenberg did. instead of Lizzie. But very happy for Lizzie. Uh, great nomination. And I I did have Catherine Hahn once upon a time because I wanted the Wanda Agatha face off, mm-hmm. but only one of them made it. Um, but I, I dropped Catherine because uh, Tiny Beautiful Things felt very tiny, but mm-hmm. you know, they, they watched it. They did. And I mean, again, not Elizabeth Olsen not making it in feels like tough. I don't know like how she, and, and Rachel Weiss as well. But obviously, Dead Ringers was too polarizing in a way that Swarm wasn't even polarizing, right? Like, and it's 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 a it's a more difficult watch. There you go. Uh, and Riley, yeah, I dropped great. I dropped Rachel this morning. Another lateral move for me because I put back in Emily Blunt, so it didn't matter. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, like I I think Rachel had the higher ceiling in terms of like passion and support, but you had to watch it. And I was like, I don't think people watch the show yeah um unfortunately so i went off of her and i just went back to emily because she did get the sag nomination but then you know like we talked about last week she wasn't facing a ton of people she would be facing now in emmy race then because it was just jess um and then everyone else was from like the last emmy cycle or well nisi was there too but she's obviously in supporting um but yeah, so they did not care about the English. And, you know, I think, uh, yeah, Dominique had the passion. And Riley, I think, you know, Daisy was just seen. And, you know, this is a big win for Reese Witherspoon and Hello Sunshine, because it's behind both Daisy Jones and Tiny Beautiful Things. We in this in this on this window of the podcast, we're big uh, Hello Sunshine fans. I love I love all the Hello Sunshine stuff. So I was I'm psyched about that. Lead actor Joyce, not as surprising at all except for maybe one uh that was right away like we said because the alphabet taron egerton gets in for blackbird kumal nanjiani for welcome to shimadels i literally didn't think of him at all no offense to kumal who i think is a great actor uh and i didn't see a lot of people talking about him at all taking him seriously as a contender for welcome to shimadels but there he is as an emmy nominee uh evan peters for monster daniel Radcliffe for weird michael shannon for george and tammy and steven young for beef so a lot of paired actors here and then kumal who's also yeah, paired this with one I feel like they were very lazy. <laughs> I mean, the only, I got five out of the six. The only one I missed was I put Chasky Spencer in because I wanted, I had Emily Blunt in and they didn't care about the English. So there you go. But yeah. Um, like, my, like, uh, what was it? Michael, like he, this is kind of like his Oscar runs where he gets nominated without hitting precursors. Like, you know, he wasn't nominated SAG. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it, yeah, it was a lot of pairs. I mean, Stephen was obviously getting in and then Daniel getting in for a TV movie, which they don't do a lot here. And, but it helped that the category was so weak too. And then yeah, Kumal, I think, you know, there's just, they watched that show. (laughs) They watched that show and and he was good in the show. It was just like, you know, he's a great act. I mean, he's a great actor. He's worked with a million different people. I feel like he knows everybody. And if you watch the show, you liked him in it. He's a good, it's a good, like kind of against type performance, I would say certainly mm-hmm. for him. And I think that helps as well. Um, the supporting categories here, I guess would be next supporting actress. Uh, I just bombed this. I got three out of the seven. So not, not great. Bob dot Jeff. 
The nominees were Annalie Ashford for Welcome to Chippendales. Never once thought about putting her in. Uh, Maria Bello for Beep had her. Claire Danes, Fleischman in Trouble had her. Juliette Lewis for Welcome to Chippendales. Nope, didn't even think about it. Uh, Camilla Marone, who I had in, had out, had in, had out. Interviewed, loved her so much. Uh, should have predicted her, gone down with my my theory of just inter- predicting people I interviewed, Joyce. Didn't predict her, she gets in. Nisi Nash Betts for Dahmer and Merritt Weaver for Tiny Beautiful Th- Things, who I had in a long time ago, but then took out because the show was too tiny, I thought. Yeah, I had her in Once Upon a Time as well. Um, yeah, just a uh, wild wow category. We knew it would be though, because the only locks were Claire and Nisi. Yes. You know, and after that, anything could happen and it did i had uh the people i had that didn't work lily rabe uh for love and death they didn't care about love and death so obviously she wasn't gonna get in michael learned for monster which i'm kind of surprised they weren't more heavy on monster and i actually think that shows that maybe beef has like a little bit of an edge even though beef also missed here for ashley park but i could see like her role being a little small perhaps and then jennifer ely for dead ringers which the show they did not care about was really dead ringers i think got one nomination so yeah, so I had, uh, as you know, triple beef here just because I was like, I don't know what the fuck to put in here. Right. So. Um, and I got I got one of them, which I'm fine with. Yeah. So, you know, I in my view, I felt like beef could get anywhere between two and the seven acting nominations that I was predicting for it. And I would not be surprised at all. It's just like, I, obviously, Allie and Steven were locked and I could see it getting zero supporting nominations um, or multiple and, you know, it did better in supporting actor because I got Joseph Lee and Young Mazzino. Um, I only got Maria Bello in here. Uh, so it got five. So I'm OK with that. It got, I, it got five out of the seven I predicted. And okay. you know what? I'll take that over. Uh, what did our odds have? Olivia Coleman? Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Olivia Coleman and Lena Headey and uh, Cherry Jones, I believe. Yeah. High up in the yeah. So I'm fine. I'm fine. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then for guest, I'm sorry, a lot too many tabs, Joyce. You mean supporting actor? Supporting actor in limited series. It was Murray Bartlett for Welcome to Chip and Tales, two-time nominee this year, former winner. Uh, Paul Walter Hauser for Blackbird, Richard Jenkins for Monster, Joseph Lee for Beef, Ray Liotta for Blackbird, Young Mazzino for Beef, and Jesse Plemons for Love and Death. I mean, just throw your hands up in the air. Just makes no sense to me, but there you go. I told you, I was like, if they finish the show it would be Tom Pelfrey. Cause if you watch the entire show, no one, no offense to Jesse, um, who I love, but you would just not nominate Jesse over Tom Pelfrey. I guess is Jesse Plemons at the point where they didn't is like the sh- they Yeah. Cause they didn't like the show. I mean, w- they just didn't obviously it got one nomination, right? Or two nominees. What did it get? I don't even think, I think just, I don't one. know. Did it get anything below? The Let line, me look. But... I think it just got one. Hang on. I got too many tabs, too many tabs. Love and death. Just the one, just the Jesse uh, Jesse Plemons one. That's it. Uh, they didn't like the show, but they nominated Jesse Plemons. I just don't get it, I guess. I, I don't understand. Well, this category was also wide open too. Right. After really, you know, PWH and Richard, I guess you can right. say. So like, I also had Ronnie Burford in here. Like, no, hey. like, yeah, they they did the the bare minimum for the monster acting nominations. Right. They did the bare minimum for monster acting. They didn't overperform for beef. Here's my galaxy brain thing that I'll try to convince myself of. Fleischman could win series. <laughs> Even though they didn't nominate Jesse. I don't think they need to nominate Jesse. I but I felt I felt a second Fleischman acting nomination coming and I just picked him over Lizzie because Lizzie was in the more crowded category. So um, 
here's why I think it could win. It definitely here. I think Fleischman could win directing and potentially writing. There's two beef. Fleischman directing. could definitely win writing. There's two beef directing nominees. It's uh, Lee Sun Jin and and Jake Shire, and then two Dahmer directing nominees, Carl Franklin and Paris Barclay, and then Dan Trachtenberg for Prey, and then Val, Val Valerie Ferris and Jonathan Dayton for Fleischman for Me Time, which is the Claire Danes episode, and then for writing, there's just single nominees for all these: Beef, Fire Island, Fleischman, Prey, Swarm, and Weird. So its biggest competition is probably beef and writing. And I think it's the writerly show, even though they're both like writing writerly shows. I don't know. I could see Fleischman winning both directing and writing and then maybe winning series, but who knows? I guess that's wrong. I don't think it would win directing. Um, I think it could definitely win writing. Like I always, we can't predict writing, but I always had it in for writing for me time. Right. Um, It felt like that would make sense. Yeah. So I think it could win that. Um, I think Claire is well-positioned to win i Definitely. think i think a lot of people are predicting or want nisi to win but you know claire is not going to go down without a fight and I, did well enough for her to win so i mean i would i would argue monster underperformed a little bit it missed out on a lot you know they the acting branch usually goes overboard with ryan murphy actors yes even when like no one else or no other branch cares about the shows that you yeah. made recently yep. so but they didn't do that this time so, so. i don't know if it's it, it's yeah, yeah i think that hurts nisi maybe a little bit too uh we, we didn't do writing in the other genres but none nothing i mean we mentioned um avidness i think we did comedy but the comedy for directing comedy was bill Hader for barry uh declan Lowney for ted lasso's finale christopher store for the bear review which is the single shot episode which didn't get a cinematography nomination but did get the directing nomination Mrs. Maisel for the finale. Uh, Miss Pat show is the uh, the multi cam multi cam slot, and then Wednesday Tim Burton. Yeah. So not bad. Yeah, maybe, and then writing, maybe writing was Barry Bear for System Jury Duty, which I was telling you the other day. I was like, if we could predict writing, I would predict Jury Duty. Yes. Look, uh, and murders the other two. Really solid. Love yeah, that. Yeah, they're well known for the other two. Yep and ted yep they submitted one for writing yep and they got in they got and then in. for directing and drama we have uh benjamin karen for andor Daryl walsh for bad sisters and then three succession uh which we probably expected lorraine scafaria baby let's go my fave living plus justice for living plus fucking great episode and then uh peter Hoare for last of us and mike white for white lotus um yeah, this will be, as we know, tricky for Succession to win. Congrats on Mike White's Emmy, I would argue. I think it can. I think Succession can win because obviously the focus is Connor's wedding. Yeah, for Mylon. So it's not the same as last year where there wasn't like a standout directing achievement. Mm-hmm. So yep. and it is the last season of the show, so I think it has a higher chance of winning this year than it did last year this category but it still has overcome triple noms which no show has done in directing um but yeah and then it obviously got its one episode connor's wedding into writing so congratulations to jesse armstrong again the other nominees were andor uh bad sisters two better call Saul's choice point and shoot and the finale connor's wedding for our boy jesse Long, long time for Last of Us and Ariva Derchi for The White Lotus. Yeah, um, solid list. You know. Really good. Yeah, really good. Uh, uh, Mark, so. 
we're going to talk about these a lot, I'd imagine, over the next six months when the Emmys are in Well, we have um, episode submissions coming up, too, which don't really matter. But are fun Um, to talk about. What? They're fun to talk about, though. Yeah, because then you can see who doesn't give a shit. Like, a couple years ago, (laughs) um, I love, like... Handmaids, they they just told everyone with their submissions for series, their six submissions. It's like they knew they were not winning and it did not care. And like you we know, like the voters are not actually watching these episodes in the two weeks they have to vote. No. So I mean, even if the Emmys are delayed to like never, uh I would hope they would still keep the same voting period in August. I all the stuff they we read feel the results for yeah. 10 years. <laughs> all all the stuff we read makes me believe that they would uh keep the voting but uh not not sure when the show's gonna be november it should should be november that's like i mean hopefully if like things are better by then too if things i mean you know the they 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 want to uh you know freeze out the writers and make them go homeless um, yes, so that was in a deadline article and PTV, yeah, you know. Yes, the unnamed source credit to the studios, though who knows who the source is, Joyce, and who knows? I mean, obviously the source is from the AMPTP, so right. <laughs> but that's that's their plan, as if you know writers are not used to being broke. But uh, you know, uh, could be a SAG strike by the end of tonight. You know, midnight. Yes, um, I'm doing this. this but if, watching this during SAG strike. If well, no, they'll because they'll go up today, Wednesday. So that's true. Maybe you're not um, watching Wednesday. Maybe you're watching Thursday. Yes, but like we know we're reacting to it on Wednesday. True. It's not our usual episodes when we tape no, on Wednesday. I know. I know. Drops on Thursday, but like you know, by November, if there is like double strikes, and if they try to, I think they would be more inclined to try to work something out the writers than they because they don't give a shit about writers. I mean, with the actors, than they would with the writers because they don't care about writers and uh yeah november would be better obviously because you don't want the emmys in the middle of fucking january be pretty like we were i was saying you on slack it would be pretty silly to have uh the critics choice awards on january 7th or whatever they are this year give jeremy allen white an an award for the bear season two and then the emmys to air the next week and give a jeremy allen white award for the bear season one and then the golden globes to air and give jeremy allen white an award for the bear season two it just seems a little little stale for the emmys yeah like i always love <laughs> no. that emmys have their own spot on the calendar in yeah. september i like that it's removed and i like they, ha- they have their own ele- their different uh eligibility calendar it's not the calendar year so this way we do have different face-offs like it's not the same shows at every single award show like it is on the film side because everyone uses the calendar year so it's just the same people and movies and and shows if you have tv categories facing off over and over again and it's fucking boring and that's how you get rubber stamping like emmys can still do their own thing because if there's different people and new shows from the spring you know that have not competed at the winter yet mm-hmm. so and i know like the these people are wrong the people who want to have the emmys with the rest of award season in like january and the winter i'm like no no, get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. We're like, going to be focused on movies thing. by then. I don't want to talk about it. It should be its own thing. Yeah. Like, let it, like, yeah. it's just, yeah. yeah. I, I but, totally and agree. it's obviously, it's been in November before in 2001 after 9-11. So I, totally um, I do want to mention one last thing, casting. We know casting is a big category. Yes. A key category. 
So in comedy, uh, we have Abbott, the bear, jury duty, only murders, and Ted Lasso. And I just want to say, I'm, I'm going to pull a you, but I interviewed the jury duty casting director, Susie Ferris. Yeah. And after we were done, like off the record, I just told her, I was like, I think you should win the Emmy. So now she can. Wow. Joyce, oh. you predicted this. I know. Your your influence. <laughs> and then for what was drama series casting? Drama, uh, Bad Sisters, The Crown, Last of Us, Succession, White Lotus, and Yellow Jackets. So nothing really, They all this all makes sense here. What do you think is going to win this category for drama? Uh, succession. Okay. <laughs> it won last year. It beat Yellow Jackets last year. And what do you think for comedy? Comedy, I mean, I want Jury Duty to win, but I can see Ted just winning again. Or I can see the Bear winning too. Um... Adam. Last thing, I guess, do you want to do quickly? Because uh, we love it. Music. So Nick Nick is not going to win. Music composition for limited anthology series. So just, I'm just going to read these up quick. Uh, dramatic score. Small Light. So they did watch it enough to get it in for the music branch, at least. Hocus Pocus 2. Miss Marvel. Prey and Weird. Sure. Uh, <laughs> um, for series, dramatic score. Andor Succession, so double Nick, which we expected. Uh, Gustavo Santalala for long, long uh, for Last of Us, long, long time. Uh, Cristobal Tapia de Vere for White Lotus, and then Danny Elfman for Wednesday with Chris Bacon. Nick so who's gonna, gonna win? Nick's not gonna win. Not, not, Nick can win for Andor. He probably will win for Andor. He's just was, never gonna win for Succession. I was gonna say, I think he might win for Andor. <laughs> uh you know as at least he has the the theme emmy but he's just a this is going to be a miss for them uh music direction these are more like live shows joyce but rock and hall of fame library of congress snl halftime show with rihanna and the oscars remember that oscars that was fun enjoy the oscars um Um, probably be the super bowl it won last year Main title theme music, Andor, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, Miss Marvel, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. First time we've mentioned that in almost two hours here. Uh, and Wednesday. for So this could be a Nick win too, I would argue. I mean, ideally they should give him, I think I mentioned this, they sh- he should win for this, for theme, for Andor, and then he could win score for succession, but that's not going to happen because we can't have nice things. Uh, original music and lyrics, Ginny and Georgia, Ted Lasso. It's it's double Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, Ed Sheeran, Emmy nominee for Ted Lasso. Uh, the L Word, Generation Q, Mrs. Maisel, and Weird, the Ali Yankovic story. Um, no Schmigadoon, the defending champion. Pretty wild. They didn't really yeah. like- How did uh, Schmigadoon do? Uh, I looked before it had actually one. It had, I think it had cinematography. Let me look overall. Too many tabs. Uh, it obviously did not get Jane Krakowski, which was like their. Schmigadoon had three total nominations uh, production design for a narrative program, choreography for a scripted program, and cinematography for a half hour series. Okay. So not not bad, honestly. No, but I mean, it, it couldn't get back into the category at one. So. And then music supervision, Joyce, Daisy Jones and the Six. Stranger Things, 
uh ted lasso for the finale krista miller emmy nominee love it love to see it uh mrs mazel for the finale and the white lotus for the episode bull elephants yeah um a lot of shows left on the table here so So, no beef i got i mean that's a tough beat no fleischman which i think would make a case here yeah um no love and death but they hated it so they didn't care (laughs) robin erdang she she did both so she got him for mazel so uh what else missed it i mean like i feel like there were a lot of good uh good options there that were somebody yeah but none of these are shockers by any means like obviously stranger things like duh and yeah daily um so so you know better call saw used to get in this too but not here not this time so Joyce, anything else here before we wrap up? We we left a lot of I haven't lot even of, like looked at all of these yet. Yeah, so we left a lot of meat on the table. Uh short form. I always love these just to, to give you a heads up on actors. Are, aren't there like just three nominees or something? Yes. Kevin Hart for Die Hard 2, Tim Robinson for I Think You Should Leave, and our pal Ben Schwartz for Die Hard 2. Uh, should have been for the after party last year. And then actress in a short form series, Natalie Emmanuel for Die Hard 2. Jasmine Guy for Chronicles of Jessica Wu and Paula Pell for Die Hard 2. They really loved Die Hard 2. How many shows were submitted in these? Unclear. I mean, enough to get three. <laughs> Unclear. Uh, voiceover performance, Julie Andrews, Alex Borstein for Family Guy, Mel Brooks, Emmy nominee for History of the World, Maya Rudolph for Big Mouth, Wanda Sykes for Crank Yankers, and Ali Wong, a double nominee this year for, for Tuka and Birdie. And then this one, maybe uh, the narrator one, Mahershala Ali for the show Chimp Empire. Angela Bassett, Emmy nominee for Goodnight Oppie. Remember she's that one? Won. Yeah, she's never won an Emmy, so she's she's got an honorary Oscar now. Maybe she gets the Emmy here. Morgan Freeman for Our Universe. Barack Obama. Defending champion. And then Pedro Pascal for Patagonia, Life on the Edge of the World. Three Emmy nominations for Pedro Pascal. It's like, it's like he, they just discovered Pedro this year. He just, a newcomer. I'm surprised he didn't win in Breakthrough Performance in one of these shows. Uh, yeah that's it i could see i could see barack just winning i guess maybe but what if angela wins um i don't really think so i don't know i think people want angela to win uh so you could probably predict the the emmy winners at our website joyce and you can email Uh, one thing i I do want to mention that was announced today survivor making it back in to reality competition program for the first time since 2006 so that was when I knew Poker Face had no shot because Traders was, I think, a lot of people's fifth pick there. Yeah. We very much enjoyed it. And yeah, not great. <laughs> no, nothing else to say. No. Um, I do I do feel bad for Peacock, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this is it, Joyce. So email us at slugfistatgoldderby.com and we'll make more of our We'll spend a lot of I time. Need, I mean, we need to go because I need to look at the recipes. I haven't yeah. looked at these yet. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at goldderby. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.